Welcome back to another episode of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former UC basketball player from 1997 to 1999 under the legendary coach, my man, Bob Huggins. And I was fortunate enough to wear the iconic Jordan brand unis during my time. Now, you can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn, Alex Meacham. I'm on Snapchat, at Big Meach 41, and soon to be on TikTok. That's right. Now, this is the special edition of the podcast, my interview series with a very special guest. All right, Kurt, so you've got that, you know, you beat Xavier twice in your career, um, played great against Xavier, 26 points. But but there was a thorn in your guy's side your last year, and that was DePaul. DePaul beat you guys twice during the season. Now, and they beat you at home, which is which is surprising because you guys were so good at home. And, and DePaul was no slouch. They were 20-9 and nine that year, had David Booth. They had some big wins that year, but – you guys just struggled against DePaul. I mean, I mean, like you said, you know, we like we 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 struggled against DePaul. I mean, I played, I played bad against them. I mean, that part of my, I would say that part of my worst game against DePaul too. I mean, mm-hmm. we played DePaul. I remember we lost, and um, I was just like, man, I was like, I was so wired. I mean, after they beat us, and then you know we go to uh, South Alabama, and we played them on the road. And I, you know, I didn't even realize, you know, until the guy told me, I scored 17. I think it was 17 or 18 straight points. Mm. You know, I was just, I was just like, I'm like, man, I got to, what was it? You know, what was it with the Paul? Why did Paul have our number like that? But we just didn't play good against them. Sometimes it's just. You you can in conference you have that. Sometimes you can't quite explain it. I mean we just I mean, I I played bad against them. I mean, I think we still I think we still had a chance to beat them. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, the Paul was no slouch though. People, no, they weren't. People don't understand, understand that. You know, they had David Booth, they had a uh, Howard, so I mean they had some good players on their team. And they yep. just they I and um Pine Smith, Pine Smith played with him too. So, I mean, they were, I, you know, you're, you're, hey Herb, you're right because I mean that year, DePaul beat Georgetown, who was 22nd in the country. Beat you guys. They beat Florida State, who was top 15 team at the time. So they definitely weren't you know slouches. But you know the the way you guys were, especially at that point of the year. It was just one of those teams that, you know, heading to the to the shoemaker center, it's like, okay, we're going we're gonna to beat DePaul because we just know how consistent we are at home. But on the flip side, Herb, one of, one of the most amazing things, I think, in, in Bearcat history in terms of, of wins is that season, beating Memphis four times, beating them twice, you know, in, in the regular season – um, in the conference tournament, and that's difficult against a good Memphis team, against one of 
a great college player in Penny Hardaway, great pro. Um, you know, <laughs> that's not easy to do. It's not easy to beat a team twice, let alone four times, Herb. Talk, talk about that series and just playing against Memphis that many times. I mean, you know, you know, a lot of, you know, people, you know, they look and they just say, like, oh, you know, y'all beat Memphis. But, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and BS you. When you, when you got a, a dog down, you keep him down. You keep your foot on his throat. Mm. And that was, that was my mindset, you know. No disrespect to Memphis, but my mindset was keep my foot on their throat because I felt if we would have if we would have gave a little bit, Penny Hardaway go off one time, we're not having yep. this conversation. No question. We're not having this conversation. It's like, okay, you know, just me. It was just it was the whole team. They probably mm-hmm. felt the same way I felt. I'm like, look, man. I'm like, we got to keep our foot on their throat, man. We we can't give them no air. You can't let them breathe. I mean, um, it might have been the fourth time in uh, the uh, the tournament, and I think Memphis jumped out on us. They jumped out on us like 10-something, 10-0. And um, I remember the player was like, he said, oh, yeah, we got you. You know, I I really don't talk. I, I really say nothing. That might have been the only time I ever said stuff. And I looked at him. I said, hey, man, I'm like, uh-uh. I said, y'all not going to beat us to go to the Final Four. That ain't happening. <laughs> and uh, Nick kind of looked over like, man, you know, we're going to never talk. But I was just like, uh-uh. That ain't happening today. Uh-huh. I'm like, I said, we, you know, we, we zone in and, and we got going. And, you know, like you said, we just – our game plan against them was, was uh, great. And I guess Corey was talking to, you know, Penny Hardaway. And um, I guess he was talking to Penny Hardaway. And, he, and Corey would ask him, he said, what was y'all game plan? He was like, they were like, um, he said, uh, I guess the coach was like, oh, we chose Van Exel and da da da. And Corey was like, what the hell? He said, Pearl was as I was 28 points against y'all. What the hell you mean? Right. He said, y'all, y'all didn't have nothing of him on the board? He just shook his head. Corey, you know, I, I didn't know that the Corey said that. But Penny was like, he said, yeah, man. He said, that's what they coached law. We control by an extra. We'll win the game. He said, well, but he said, Herb was scoring 28 points. So, you know, he was having, he was having great games against y'all. Like, you know, why wasn't the game plan to stop him? Mm-hmm. Penny, was, you know, Penny Hall was kind of just like, well, you know, that was the game plan. I'm like, like I said, I, I played extremely good against them. I mean, like I, like I said, it was just in the back, you know, in the back of your head. You don't want to let no, no sleeping dog wake up. You know? Yep. Everybody always been taught that. You know, you yep. got them down. You got to keep them down. Yep. Well, look, let me ask you this. So, okay, let's rewind a little bit. You guys beat Memphis uh, for the third time in the conference tournament, and you're heading to the NCAA tournament. So, at this point, Herb, Going into the NCAA tournament, you got a first-round game against Delaware, potential second-round game against Michigan State, who's number 14 in the country, and you're playing at the University of Dayton, which is pretty much like a home court advantage for the Bearcats. And, and, and it's funny you bring that up. Very funny. I wanted to play at home. I want to play closer to Atlanta. 
me and Terrence, you know, we want to play closer to the south. Mm-hmm. Corey didn't want to play to the west. And, you know, and BJ probably want to play more in the Midwest. You know, mm-hmm. we was all like, ah, oh, I remember when, you know, when they said uh, Cincinnati, um, Cincinnati um, goes to Dayton, Ohio. We was all like, boo, I, the truth, it's the truth. We was all like, boo, oh, my God. We don't, man, we don't want to be in Dayton. Jesus Christ. <laughs> everybody, everybody reacted like, what the hell, man? Damn. Man, we don't want to be in Dayton, you know? <laughs> right, right. And, uh, you know, everybody, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Everybody was bitching like, man, we don't get to, we're in Dayton. But mm-hmm. after the tournament, and I went mm-hmm. back to the, you know, after we left Hogs House, I went back to the dorm. I said, I said, damn. I'd be like, I said, oh, my God. I said, I'm like, man, I said, we won't be at Dayton. Are you kidding me? I'm like, I said, we're at home. I said, mm-hmm. we, I said we're an hour away from the arena. I'm like, we're at home. I'm like, yep. I said, that's a home game for us. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing, they got to come They got to come here. You know, they got to travel here, too. But it's a home yep. game for us. So, you know, like I said, you know, we were like, you know, talking, you know, we was all like, I said, hey, man, it's, it's good we're playing today. You know, our first NCAA game in a long time. You know, we had Delaware. You know, you know, we we held Delaware pretty well. And yeah, I forgot Michigan, and Michigan, I forgot who Michigan State played. Michigan State played. Uh, I forgot Michigan State played. Uh, they beat whoever you know that. And we was all like, you know, we was gonna. It was crazy. I mean, we were cheering for Michigan State. We were like, we want Michigan State. We do not. You want to play them. You yeah. Because so, you, sure. you play them early in the year, you want that revenge. Yeah. So, like you said, you want the revenge. You know, you want the revenge against them. Like you said, we we played and we had the revenge. And then, um, you know, the, the the next, I think Kansas was playing. Kansas was playing Utah. And um. Mm-hmm. So Nick them, it was all like, oh yeah, we want Kansas. You know, I was. And in my mind, I was like, oh, I was like, I said, Kansas and Kipperina. I'm like, woo. I'm like, I'm not saying we can't beat them now, but I'm looking like, mm-hmm. I was like, come on, Utah. That, in my mind, that's all I was saying. Come on, Utah. I'm like, because, you know, now it reverses. If Kansas get back to Kipperina, that's, that's home that's home court for them. For sure. So, for you, sure. Know, I was, you know, I'm saying to myself, like, you know, when you tap, when you tap, knock them out. I was like, well, I'm like, okay, you know. Now everybody comes to Chip Arena. Nobody got no home, no home field, no home court advantage, as you want to call it. Uh, like I said, we played. You know, we played UTEP. UTEP was a very tough game. I mean, that was a tough game. UTEP, UTEP was. It, I mean, UTEP was very capable to get to the final four too. And uh, I remember, you know. Scott report was like, hey, man, UTEP is really good. It's going to be a difficult game. Like you say, it was, a fight. it was a heavyweight fight, you know, back and forth. You know, at the end, we got the last punch. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and, and I think, and I, I think, Herb, a lot of times when you, you – you can tell me if you agree or disagree with this, but when you get to the NCAA tournament, matchups are such a big thing and, and, and styles of play. So, and what I mean by that is, so so maybe in the great Midwest League, you know, a lot of teams play a certain style. Just like, it, you know, you look at the Big Ten, they play a certain style of basketball. SEC plays a certain style of basketball. When you get to the NCAA tournament, 
you might face a team and you've never seen that style of play and matchups are just wacky and it makes for, you know, tough games. So I even just think like you guys are a better team than UTEP, but it was it was just a match it was just a strange matchup. These guys still win, barely sneak by by two points. So it, yeah. At, yeah. at that point, at that point, and, and let's let's go back to what you said way back to to T Rat and the team back in the weight room. You talked about when you were very prophetic. You said we are going to go to the Final Four, and you said T Rat looked at you like, man, really? And and it's all starting to come together. So so going into these games and going into the tournament, the stuff's starting to line up. Um, are you were you that confident when you started the NCAA tournament, thinking about what you said? Hey, we're going to be in the final four at the end of the year, and then the NCAA tournament starts. Are you still that confident? Like you know, when, when, you know, when the NCAA tournament started, you know, you never really look ahead. You can only look at the game, you know, For sure. the game played and the next game. But I was still, you know, I said we was in the great, you know, we was in the Midwest region, which was a tough region. It was a lot of teams got knocked out. It you know, yep. uh, mm-hmm. it was a lot of a lot of good teams got knocked out. So I mean, people look at you know, you know, the matchup and they like, well, you know, Cincinnati played uh, Memphis, you know, but like you said, Memphis, I think Memphis beat Georgia. Did Memphis beat Georgia Tech? I'm not mistaken. I think Memphis did beat Georgia Tech. And it might have been some couple of upsets in our bracket, you know, in the Midwest region bracket. But, I mean, you got to think Kansas was the number one seed. And, you know, Utah beat them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, like you said, that, that, that reason was, it was loaded. But like you said, you know, when, it, when, it, when, it, you know, when the NCAA tournament starts, like you said, you got to win the first game and then you, just, you have to go from there. And, the mindset has to be, you know, all the practicing, everything you've been doing from the beginning of the season, because at that time, you know, you can't really practice that long because you went through the season. Yep. And, you know, and, it's all and, Memphis, and Memphis did beat Georgia Tech prior to uh, playing you guys. They beat them in overtime. And they beat Arkansas prior to that. Yeah. So Memphis, Memphis beat some good teams that legitimately yep. – had a had a very good chance of going to the final four. So Georgia Tech was loaded. Yeah. Georgia Tech was loaded. Arkansas was loaded too. Todd Day, Lee Mayberry, Oliver Miller. They were loaded as well. Yeah. So uh, so you know Memphis, you know, I mean Memphis, I mean, we're talking about those guys had four pros on their team. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean Arkansas, so you know, like I said, was always, you know, I remember leading up to, to that to the Memphis game, you know, people was like, you know, I really want to listen to the chatter. You know, people like, oh, man, you know, you know, people like, oh, man, y'all playing them for a fourth time. Like, ooh, y'all really, you know, hard to be the team for a time. You yeah. know, and then, like, Were you worried about you know, it? Were you? Did that make you nervous? I, I'm, I'm not going to say it made me nervous, but I was aware. I was aware of what was, you know, what was happening. And I knew Memphis, you know, I knew Memphis, them guys were like, hell, I'm tired of losing to these these, these damn guys, man. Right. You know, I, right. And that that was my mindset. You know, I'm like, I put my mindset in reverse, you know, versus college. I'm looking like, I'm thinking like, I'm Memphis. Like, 
this is how I need to play against the winning team. So mm-hmm. that's that's how I was thinking, like, you know, you gotta be in that mindset. You can't mm-hmm. like you say, you can't be in that mindset like, um, you know, we we uh, we beat this team three times, like, nah. You know, like you said, you, you knew that was gonna come out. Vincent came out punching, you know, like I said, they came out punching and just scrapping. That's what you expect from a you know, top team. You know, Memphis, they they eyes circled up when they seen us too. You know, they all like they said, Oh yeah, we we need we need to get some get back here. These guys uh-huh. don't beat us three times. We need to send them packing. You know, but like you say, you know, leading up to the game, the scout report, I mean, you know, scout report was kinda of, you know, pretty much the same. Um you know, it, I mean, it really was not too much of a really state. You know, you beat the team three times, just don't make no mistakes. You know, cut yep. the turnover down, and you know, and keep the pressure on them. You know, and, and control Penny. You know, that you was guys, the biggest thing. You guys thing. did that. You guys sure them. did that. Mm-hmm. And yep. now go ahead. You, you guys go on and win 88-57, and that leads up to the big matchup versus Michigan. Uh, number 15 team in the country, and obviously a lot of hype behind that Michigan team. So let, let's now talk about this and in, in the feeling behind being in the Final Four. And, and so many people talk about, especially with college basketball, like like the Final Four is, is the big deal. And you were very prophetic in saying that you guys had an opportunity to be in the Final Four. You're now there. It is now. That, that day has now come. What What was that like? Um, because I, I didn't have a chance to play in the Final Four. Um, I, I knew what it was like to play in the NCAA tournament and how exciting that was for me and our team. I thought we had a chance to win the whole thing with Kenyon and, and the whole crew. We had a very, very good yeah. team. But um, what was that like? I mean, even – and people, you know, they don't know about that that practice that you, that open practice you have, you know, before the Final Four and, and – and, um, some fans can show up, and the and the news media is there, and the hype behind that. Um, so, what what was that whole thing like? Kind of like a circus, a little bit. What was that like for you? I mean, I mean, like you say, you know, you know, you got the practice, um, you know, all practice, you know, leading up to it. I mean, you got to sign a lot of stuff, you know, you know, a lot of autograph stuff. You got to sign mm-hmm. appearance. You got to go in front of TV. You got to talk to you know the media. Um, you know, escort, you know, police escorts, stuff like that. Uh, now, how, now, how did you deal with that? Because, Herb, you're a low-key guy. You're about action. Yeah. You're not really a talker. You're about action. So so how was all that for you with the light being on you? You know, I mean, you, you can't expect that because, you know, you have to be on time. Um, I mean, it's, like you said, you know, it's different, you know, you know practice, you know, how security was, um, you know, a lot of people really couldn't be around you if they didn't have a pass. They couldn't even get in your, um, you know, they couldn't even really get in where you were. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like you say, it, it, it was a, it was a big, like you say, it was a biggest, you know, big experience. Um, you know, my, like I said, my brother, my, my brother came and my dad came. My, my mother, she don't fly. And, mm. You know, my uh, dad, my dad came, my brother, and I was, I was telling Nick, I said, hey man, I said, I said if my, I told him, I said if my mom come, I said she don't get on the plane. I said she's been on the plane two times. She flew to Buffalo, New York, and my dad almost had to choke her 
choker to get her back on the plane to make her fly back to Atlanta. <laughs> and she, my, my mom, my mom don't do planes, you know. And and I was like, I said, well, mom, you got to come there. She was like, nope, I'm not coming. I was like, man, you know. <laughs> she was like, you know, you know, and, and she got a lot of fight from her, my cousin, her family. They said, they're like, you don't understand. They're like, to make to the final four, it's like, it's impossible. She like she said, you know, she said, if I can't take a bus, I'm like, Mom, it'll be nine hundred dollars for you to get on the bus. That's how it was. But, you know, she 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 just didn't fly, you know. And like you said, you know, flying, you know, flying I got I guess I got over that fear young because my dad, you know, I was on a plane with my dad a couple of times, so I was never never afraid of planes. But uh-huh. I mean, getting back to the like you said, getting back to the uh, thing, uh, how, you know, how it was, you know, you seen, I'm mean, always telling somebody, I remember seeing Jada Pinkney, she was, Jada Pinkney was at the final four. Huh. She was supposed to go out with uh, the dude from Duke, uh, Brennan. So, I remember seeing her, uh, I've seen a lot of, you know, different stars, and like, yeah. ah, you, know, you know, you know, Minneapolis, you walking, I mean, you seeing stars, you know, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was totally, it was, how, how I put it, the spirit was totally different from my junior year coming to Minnesota to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. My junior year we played Minnesota, it was negative five there. Oh, that's the worst. That's so it, cold there. It, it was so cold. I was, you know, I was like, man, I was looking like, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, geez, I hope it ain't cold like it was the last time, you know, and that's how yeah, it was tough. Like, it's, oh, man, last time we came here, man. Woo! Well, the good thing, Herb, is it's warmer in Minnesota this time for the Final Four. And by the way, you talk about your mother. Did she end up making the Final Four game? No, nah, my mother My mother didn't make the Final Four. Uh, you know, and that's a, I mean, that's a big game. And, and so you feel like she didn't really understand how big of a game that was for you? I mean... You know, um, I, I think, like you said, I, I think later on after, you know, when she, she started watching college basketball and she was like, you know, I mean, it, it might have been a couple of years ago, she was like, she like, she said, yeah, she said, you know, she kind of like, you know, she said, I probably should have came to that game, you know, to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, said, I, said, I said, yeah, I would have been shocked. I said, I would have been shocked because I was telling, I was telling Nick, I told him, I said, I said, man, if my mom fly out here, man, I said, it'd be a miracle. And Nick was like, what? I said, man, I told him, I said, my mom don't get on the plane, man. She just, Mm-mm. she's afraid of planes. Um, yeah. I, it, that's how it is in the South. You know, it, it just, it, 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 you know, it, it wasn't just my mother. I'm talking about one of my best friends, Corey. He was, at the time, he would not get on a, he was scared to death of a plane. Mm. And, you know, and, he he was supposed to come to the game too, you know, and he like I said, he was very afraid of planes. And I would tell him, I said, I said, I told him, I said, once you get on a plane and you travel like that one time, I said it's over. You're not gonna want to drive in cars. And he and my friend, he actually he was forced to get on a plane. He had to fly to Miami, and he flew back. He went to Miami and he flew back to Atlanta. And he was just like, he called me and said, he said, yeah. He said, I messed up. He said, I should have came to the Final Four, man. He's like, he said, that was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. He oh, yeah. That was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. He was like, 
He said, he said, my my friend was in the final four. I said, yeah. I said, you can't worry about that now, man. But yeah, you know, well, this the, the stage is set. It's April fourth, nineteen ninety two, and the day has come. UC versus Michigan, and Michigan comes with so much hype. Got the Fab Five: Jalen Rose, Chris Weber, Juwan Howard, Jimmy King, Ray Jackson. I mean, they they get a lot of the limelight because they're the Fab Five. But at this point, I mean, just really looking at the Final Four, you guys are one of the hottest teams in the tournament, and there's lots of energy around this team. So it's game day for. A lot of people that didn't play college basketball, Bearcat fans out there that, that, you know, really look at this game as one of the biggest games in a lot of, you know, Bearcat fans' lifetime. Take us through quickly, Herb, the the kind of the game day prep for a Final Four game. So it's, it's game day. What's the preparation like for that? Um, I mean, you know, preparation is like, you know, you know, um, like say you're in Minnesota, um, Use a hotel. You would eat. You know, we would eat the night before. You know, we pretty much stayed. You know, a routine. We ate. Uh, we played video games. Then you know, the next morning, I, um, we had a shoot around. I think we had a shoot around. Probably been an hour or something like that. Then you know, you go with game film. Um, you know, guys breaking down. You know what what we need to do. You know, to try to control this team, like you said. You know, they had, you know, Jimmy King, you know, Ray Allen. I mean, Ray. They had a uh, four. They had four or five guys, six guys could just go off. So yeah. You know, we had to, you know, pretty much go over. We had was to, it um, was it any different the preparation for for this game compared to other games, or was everything pretty much consistent? I mean, everything pretty much consistent. You know, we we okay. we pretty much did the same thing. You know, scouting, you know, all that. You know, I, I'm, I'm not a big superstitious person, but I, you know, I feel if we did something, you know, continue to do it. Yeah. You know, if it works, don't. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, no that, was, that was my, that was my, you know, philosophy. You know, guys play video games, and we, you know, joked around. That's what we always did. You know, right. we understood that we understood there was this game by. You know, fans and people who watch college basketball, it was a big game for them. You know, a but we, 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 you know, we took it as it was the same preparation for any other game. But we know it was not any other game. It was probably one of the biggest games any of any else had played in. Any player on our team, we haven't right. played in a Final Four. So it was a big game. Right. Now, you, you guys have the same preparation. Um, you guys are focused. The game started late, correct? Yeah, the game started late. Um, the, the game started late, a little bit late because I mean, we, the girls at the time, the girls' final four was um, played before at, they were sharing CBS. Mm-hmm. So it was a share, you know, it was a share thing. So the game started a little bit late, but you know, you know, some people feel like you know, like I said, it's just a little bit. Did that throw you? Did you think that threw you guys off a little bit? So I mean, do, do you think a hey, Herb, Herb? Do you think that threw you guys off a little bit? I'm I'm not gonna say it threw us off, but I mean, you were expecting, you know, 
all the final fours, you know, they usually always start on time. You know? <laughs> but that's, you yeah. know, you can't control TV. You know, and that's right. it, throw it up. That's when the ball go up. All right, now speaking of that, let's let's talk about that. All right, it's game time, all right? So they're getting ready to tip it, right? Getting ready to throw it up. Uh, Corey's jumping against Chris Weber. Um, you're standing next to Jerron Howard, um, and the ball's getting ready to be tipped up, okay? Mm-hmm. And you look around, that place is packed. I mean, the Final Four, the, the numbers for that particular Final Four as far as attendance were unreal. I, I can't even remember the numbers, but I remember the numbers were extremely high for the mm-hmm. Final Four games. So it's packed. It's a different game, the energy. As that ball's being tipped up, and I know you're a cool customer, you don't get nervous. How did you feel in that moment as that ball was getting tipped in the air? You know, like as, you know, when we, you know, the ball was getting ready, like I said, getting ready to be tipped. And, you know, I look across, I see Jared Tartain, the shark. Mm-hmm. I see the shark, uh, you know, TJ Colosimo. I see, like, you know, seven, eight coaches, you know, I'm familiar with. You know, they all looking, and I'm just like, you know, like, okay, you know, it's time. Like, like you say, it, it's, like I said, now it's, it's, it's time it's, it's time to play. But, you know, it's, like I said, you know, once the ball, you know, once the ball go up and tip, you know, I'm, I'm zero back in. I'm I'm ready to go. You know I'm not nervous. That yeah. just, that we just never mean. You know, and yep. like I said, we come out the game. You know, Corey get Corey get two fouls so quick, man. I'm like, it's like a bird whistle. That's how quick he got two fouls, man. Like, right. Dang. I mean, personal calls. Um, like you know, personal calls. But, well, the the first one, Herb, was it was the first play of the game when you guys run, Corey tips it to Nick. You guys get set up, and you guys feed Corey in the post. He turns left shoulder, going to the basket, and they call a hook charge on Corey. And that's so, it was such a questionable, like, it's like you could have let that one go. Like the first play of the Final Four, that's what you call. You know what I'm saying? So he gets two ticky tack fouls early. Do you feel like that changed the game? Of course, it changed the game. I mean, we, I mean, we don't have Corey. You know, Corey. Yeah. You know, six, ten, six, eleven. I mean, this guy, this guy moved like a, you know, like he moved like a cat. You know, he 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 was a big part <laughs> of you know our attack. So mm-hmm. you know, he we had to change it up when, when Corey came out the game. Yeah. And you know, everything changed. We had to, you know, we had to change everything up. What to say? Two, two quick fouls, like you said. The first call, I was just like, you know, I, I can't say what I said to myself, but it was not nice. I'm like, are you? I, you know, I kind of said something to the ref. I'm like, really, man? I'm like, kind of right. call that? And I was right. like, shook my head like, I, and it was kind of like, you know, when 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 he made the call, I was just like, oh boy, here we go. You know, yep. like, wow. You know, yeah. Like said, oh, probably should let that one go. Now, so once Corey gets called for that charge, um, and then Michigan has the ball, that first possession, Michigan has the ball. You're heating up Jalen Rose full court, like first time they have the basketball, and he dribbles over, gets near half court or whatever, and he ends up throwing it away. Um, I think uh, Nick ended up stealing it, and then he gets fouled. Um, and I could see the Michigan players like Jawan Howard was kind of chirping it, Jalen Rose, 
the first play of the game for them, and he's chirping at him. And Nick and you guys are kind of laughing. And Nick's going, you know, getting ready to shoot his free throw. So there was a lot of shit talking going on at that point, right? Yeah, you know, they were, they, like I said, you know, there was, uh, I mean, it was, you know, this, that's, that's just Jalen. You know, Jalen, Jalen was talking a lot of trash, you know, and, um, you know, <laughs> that's him. That's just, you know, that, that's Jalen. And he was like, uh, he said, you know, Jalen, like, that effing press ain't that damn good. You know, he said, you sons of beep, you know, beep. And I'm looking like, I'm saying, I'm sort of like, wow. You know, I'm like, okay. So we come back out. I don't know what play it was. I mean, Nick trap him, and we steal it, and we go down the store. And, um, you know, Nick kind of, you know, Nick kind of look at him. Nick said, whoa, that's your first turnover. Nick said, you got a lot of more of them to go. You know, I, and I kind of, I kind of cracked a smile. <laughs> I'm like, man, hey, I'm just going to shake my head. Like I said, you know, that part was the most, that was probably the most talking any team we ever said anything to in that game. You know, but, but that's, you know, they'll, that was a way of, you know, now thinking about it, that was a way of, that was respect, but that was also a way of, you know, they was looking like they were trying to find some kind of way to get off, get us off our game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yep. that's, that's not a bad tactic. You know, if you, you can talk because, you know, the fish was like, hey, hey, y'all knocking off, y'all talking too much. And, you know, you know, the fish, you know, kind of look, look at me. I'm like, I'm not saying that. Why are you talking to me? <laughs> right, right, right. And, you know, so. So how, how how are you guys feeling? So you, I mean, going into the halftime, I think all things considered, with Corey in foul trouble, um, you guys are playing pretty well. The press is working, um, you know. And I remember one, I remember one time, um, Nick in the press gets a steal and he's kind of falling out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And he kind of like throws it over his head. You get it and you jump right foot, finish right hand. It was like a real slick move over there, big man Riley. Boom, lay it up and finish. And at that point, me watching the game, I'm like, okay, here we go, here we go. I like the momentum. You guys were up three at half. Mm-hmm. Um, what was halftime like with hugs and everything? You guys are up three. What's he saying? What's the mood like? I mean, you know, the mood, I mean, hug was like, you know, we got to, you know, we got to, um, you know, we got to uh, keep the press on them. And, you know, I, I remember, I remember Terrence was saying, like, you know, Terrence was kind of like, I remember what, I think Terrence was saying, like, he said, man, so we got to play court. I don't care if you do got, you know, two fouls or whatever, you know, that was Terrence. You know, Terrence felt like we, we probably should have kept Corey in the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, quiet as kept out. Like, I'm like, I said, this is it. I'm saying to myself, like, hey, man, if he fouled out, it's all out. We, you know, what, what we saving it for? We can't play if we don't play. You know, we don't win. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I understand, coach. You know, I understand her philosophy. You know, he had, you know, two quick fouls. You know, I'm, I'm thinking, he probably should put him over to the side. You know, and you know, I, you know, I possibly came like, hey, blunt, hey, you got two, you got to play. You can't see him. You got to play aggressive. You got to play smart. You know, try not to get the third foul. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's probably what you know. Probably, that's probably what we should have did because, yeah. like I said, if we keep Corey on the floor, that changes the momentum because now we can really get out there and Corey can you know Corey can move his feet and Corey can defend them guys in the post. Well, you you make a great point with that because I mean if you look at that game and even in the second half, Herb, I mean you guys were turning them over and you guys were killing them with the press. 
But for the first time all tournament, you guys were getting killed on the boards. Yep. You guys were getting beat on the boards, and that was because, largely because, Corey Blunt's on the bench. Yep. So if if so, I'm looking as I'm listening to you. Um, you know, if Corey plays, and you know he's a savvy vet, so he's got to let's say he plays through it. Um, instead of being up three at half, it could be a ten plus point game. You guys are up at half. Totally different yeah. outcome, right? That's true. I mean, like you said, you know, he, you know, because like you said, you know, we rebound the ball. You know, we can run, we can, we can move, we can score, we know it. Yep. But like I said, they were big, so we were getting pounded on the glass. Mm-hmm. So even you know you were boxing up. I mean, these guys were big. You talking about Jalen? You talking about Jalen Rose? Jimmy King, you talking about Chris Weber and Juwan Howard. You know, you got to have Corey in now. You know, we got yep. Corey in, and yep. that's a different ball game. You yep. know, I, I, I can rebound in now. Corey can rebound in now. And, and uh, you know, Nick, uh, we we all can rebound. We can gain rebound, but we need to blunt inside. Yeah. You know, to neutralize them a little bit more. And you, I mean, you guys fought hard all the way down to the end of the game. Um, close game, 76-72 final. Um, game's over. Um, you guys are in the locker room. <clears throat> What's the mood like? Obviously, people are upset. Um, you know, you guys lost. But what's Huggins saying? You know, what's what are the leaders of the team saying? What are you saying to the team at that point? I mean, it, you know, like you said, it was – I was like, you know, I'm like, hey, man, like, you know, I – I was like I said, I was proud to play with you know with our team. I said I would go and battle anywhere with you know anywhere with these guys we had in the locker room. Uh, mm-hmm. You know I you know I understood that was my last game, the collegiate player, and um, uh, like these little hugs were like you know, you know he was proud of the team. You know how we played, how we fought. You know so, you know we came up a little short. Uh, you know you know you know at the time you know everybody. Everybody pissed because we lost. Because you know, you know, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and BS you. know, everybody on that team, we saw losers. Corey didn't like to lose. <laughs> you know, I didn't like to lose. Nick, Eric, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, you know, because the Knicks, you know, we 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 came to watch the Knicks. They played uh, Monday night. They played. We went. We went to the game against you know, Duke. Yeah, we went to the game. We went to the game, but everybody was like. Oh wow! Okay, we, I didn't know that. We, I, yeah, we was game. Everybody was like, uh, we didn't really want to watch it, you know. We was kind of like left, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I left them. It was just, it was, it was too much, man. We like, you know, we left, but you know, we we felt like, you know, what it would have been like to be playing on Monday night against Duke. Now, you you do you think you guys get past Michigan? You think you beat Duke? You know, as you know, I, I like I tell everybody, you know, you know, coulda, woulda, if I had a fifth, I'd be drunk, all that stuff. <laughs> um, but you know, in a, in my heart, you know, give us a chance. That's all it takes. You know, we we talking about the NCAA tournament. We're not talking about best two out of three. You know, all that. one it's game, one game, one game. So, you know, yep. one game. You know, that one game we could have came that we could have came out punching on all cylinders. We don't know that. You no know, question. you'll never know that, you know. And you know, I I I know if a team is you know, if you you know, you're supposed to be better than this team or whatever, you know, if the other team come out punching on our field, you know, y'all got a game. 
know, and we, you know, we was not going to back down to Duke. We was not scared of Duke. So yep. that was not going to be the case. And Duke had never seen, I mean, all year, they had never seen a press like what you guys were going to put on them. Now, they got a great guard in Bob Hurley, and there's no, I mean, who knows how he reacts to that press. He's a very good guard. Let's even say, like you said, it's a one-game deal. Let's say he even gets in foul trouble. you got to move Grant Hill to guard. That could change the complexion of the game. You, <laughs> you guys could win that basketball game. So I talked to Corey Blunt about this. <clears throat> And and I and I, I hate to think in what ifs a lot of times, but he said to me, he was like, you know, this city, Bearcat fans embrace and love the Final Four team. And at the time that you guys are making this run in the Final Four, I mean, the the, the Bengals, the Reds aren't very good. You guys are the main show in town, so all eyes are on you guys. He's like, Corey said to me man, can you imagine, just imagine how different things would have been if we won a national championship that year. And, you know, you, you, you hate to think like that, but, gosh, he's right, man. Things could have been so very different. I, I mean, like, you know, I, I'm going to go a little bit, I just, I'm going to go a little bit farther, like, in mm-hmm. the future. I mean, if, if, if we win a national championship, I think campus, high campus is now, it would have been they, they would have foregone it. I think it would have been done earlier. Because mm. now that's you know, a good point. I, I think campus would have our campus is now how they building stuff. Oh, that would have been they, they would have been doing that maybe two two years. And when you got there, you would have benefited from that. They would they would have changed campus up. Because yeah. now because now you know because now you know they're looking like okay you know, we don't want national championship you now. The University of Cincinnati. So now they're looking like we, you know, they okay. We gotta, we gotta make campus over a little bit. We gotta make this more appealing for people to come to University of Cincinnati. It was not, it was not like it wasn't appealing, but they would have been upgrading everything. Now, mm-hmm. you know, you know, even, you know, we didn't have, you know, we didn't really have a practice gym. I guarantee you we'd have a practice gym. Oh yeah. There would have yep. been a practice gym. There would have been a lot of, there would have been a lot of stuff built, you know, because of us. That's a so, so, Herb, you make a great point that I did not think about. So you fast forward, a lot of that stuff they have today would have come about quicker. I totally agree because, you know, you look today in 2020, um, a lot of people are fighting for corporate dollars. You got the Bengals, the Reds, you got FC Cincinnati yeah. now, and all these people are fighting for corporate dollars, whereas back when you played, you know, the Bearcat basketball team was the – team the sports team in cincinnati so they could demand that corporate dollar you go and win a national championship which there are no you know Bengals hadn't won super bowl reds hadn't won the world series in however long people are going to put pump money into that that is a great point i didn't think about that um man but so looking let's just look at your 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 career with the bear bearcats um and and this is a two-part question one how do you judge your career with the Bearcats, and do you have any regrets? I mean, you know, like I said, for us, you know, my my junior year, my junior year, like I said, you know, my junior year, I, I felt that, you know, we should have, we should have probably, we should have made the tournament, you know, my junior year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, fast forward a little bit more, you know, if we if we made the tournament my junior year, I don't know if we made. 
we get past one round or whatever. Now, fast forward, now that impacts the next year. So now we probably we probably get some national televised games. Yep. You know, now that that that's how it works. So we probably get some national televised games, and we might have been ranked a little bit earlier. We probably been ranked a little bit earlier for as late as we was ranked, and you know maybe. But you know everything happened for a reason. I understand that, but I'm just saying I I feel that we would have made it my junior year, that would have helped us come in my senior year, make them mm-hmm. junior year, quarter them junior year, mm-hmm. and um, I you know and then like I said overall my my time in Cincinnati like I said you no know, it was great you know I have no complaints you know can't really you know you know that's the only complaint I really have that you know I wish we would have made a tournament my junior year. You know, senior year, only thing we could have did was, you know, make it to Monday, win the national championship. That's that. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, it's really not too. You know, not too much of a. Um, you no, know, there's no regrets. You know, like I said, it's where I'm supposed to come. So, yep. you know, I don't ever think could have, would have. I'm supposed to come to Cincinnati. Yep. And you were, and I'm going to say this. Um, you were the 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 first big recruit that kind of shifted things for for coach huggins you were you were the guy that kind of jump-started everything recruiting wise that helped hugs get this program to an elite level and i and i look at and as we talk about in this podcast i think bearcat fans will understand this just looking at your statistics looking at your consistency your senior year um, leading this team to the final four you were a big glue guy um, I, I think you're not only one of the greatest Bearcats to ever wear the red and black, and, I, and I've said this to you before, I think you need to be held in a higher, and I, I know you don't look for this stuff, but I think you need to be held in a higher regards and level um, at UC in regards to what you did uh, for the program. So I think it's important that, that I share that with you. I think Bearcat fans need to know that. And there are a lot of Bearcat fans who during that time understand what you did for the program and, and helping where we are today in 2020 is a result of the work Herb Jones and others put in. I mean, I mean, like you said, you know, like I said, when I, you know, I came here, it was, you know, I really wasn't looking, you know, wars and all that kind of stuff. It was just about, you know, I came from junior college, um, so pretty, you know, we pretty successful in junior college. Uh, you know, like I said, coming to Cincinnati, I was like, you know, playing, you know, coming from junior college to, you know, the biz of one, you know, basketball is, you know, it's different. You know, it was it was a high level junior college I played in. I played against, you know, Jail Ryder, played against um, Kenny. I can't think of his last name. There's another guy, about three or four guys I played, you know. These guys played at high level of Division One basketball. So, you know, it was just, you know, really was not a big adjustment when I, you know, you know, when I came to, you know, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. You know, some guys, when they get to Division One, the speed or whatever, you know, they can't really, you know, yep. match the speed. You know, you get guys come from high school when they come to college. Some of them can – they can they can get the speed or they can get the, the play right away and some guys it might take them a year to get it. Yep. So it just it just yep. it just depends on that individual. But you know I mean you know college like I said was really nothing 
you know, I could have, you know, did, you know, like I said, you know, all the assignments, you know, whatever. I always had to guard the toughest guy, but that never bothered me. You know, mm-hmm. it was all about winning. So, yep. I, you, know, to, you know, I feel if you guard the best guy and you control him, you know, you have a good chance of winning the game. Yeah, you were all about winning, Herb. And, you know, as, as Michael Jordan has always said, winning is first and foremost. If you concentrate on that, all the accolades, the individual stuff will come. Just focus in on winning. Now, getting to the end of the podcast here, I'll always like to do this with our guests, and that's quick questions, quick answers. All right, you ready? Okay, yep. All right, here we go. Quick questions, quick answers with Herb Jones. Number one, what player in today's NBA game do you think – plays like Herb Jones? Um, I, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to say Jimmy Butler. You know, Jimmy mm. Butler is, um, like I said, he greedy kind of guy. Uh, you know, I, I would say, you know, my game was kind of like Jimmy Butler. I probably, yep. probably played a little bit more inside than Jimmy did, but I would say Jimmy Butler. Mm, that's a good one. He's <laughs> He's got the Miami Heat playing really well right now. He is leading that ball club. So, um, that's a good one. I like that. Number two. All right, you guys are getting ready to play Michigan in the final four. You guys in the locker room getting ready. You've got your headphones on. What pump up song or artist is Herb Jones listening to to get him ready for the final four game? Like I, you know, everybody they're gonna be shocked at this. I will listen to Backdraft, the soundtrack of Backdraft. That's a movie soundtrack. You know. What, what that's song, what, what I was listening to. What song off of that? Uh, that is that's pretty like just. It it was it was more odd. the theme song. It was their theme song from Backdraft. So that's what I was listening to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, whatever gets you ready, Herb. It got you ready. That's for sure. Um, yep. So uh, and and then my third question here is: We I, I've interviewed quite a few Bearcats and. All of them claim, you know, I thought with Gary Clark, and I, I've talked to, I think with Darnell Burton and many others, all of them said they fish, and they're really good at fishing. Herb, you told me that you fish, but of all the bear cats, when it comes to fishing, you're probably the goat. Would you agree with that? Uh, you know, I. Compared to I, the other bear cats. You know, I'll say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm probably the best backhand fisherman. I'll never take that. You know. and, I love uh, it. I'm not going to, you know, Gary Clark, you know, I, I, I know Gary Clark Clark can fish, but, I mean, nah, Gary, you know. But like yeah. you said, you know, we, we, we can stand it up one of these times. We have a, a fish thing or whatever. Football. I like it. Put, put both of them on the boat and let's see who can who can do what. One can go in the front of the boat. You know, he can fish for, you know, a couple hours in the front of the boat. I can fish a couple hours in front of the boat. Let's see who can do what. Let's I see, love you know, it. Let's see, can Gary take me for some fish? Well, uh, Gary's going to try to copy what I'm doing. I'm going to text Gary. And I'm, we're gonna make we're gonna make this happen. I, I'd love to see this. So, all right, number four, my fourth and final question. All right, during your Bearcat time, your two years playing for the Red and Black, you can pick one teammate during your time. If you had to go to battle, and you could take one guy that you played with 
the Bearcats with you to battle, what teammate would you take and why? Like, no, like I said, that's a that's a real hard, you know, real hard question. I can't really, you know, I can't really get one guy. You know, I can't say one guy over the other guy because, you know, it's a team, you know. I, I need mm-hmm. a team. I, I can't. It's not individual. This is not tennis. You know, this mm-hmm. is basketball. You know, you got to have a team to win, you know. So, I got, I'm saying I'm going to take my Bearcat team from the final okay. four. Those are guys I'll take. All right. with me. I, I, I'll take that. I'll, I'll accept that. That's good. Okay. So um, I have uh, two questions from Twitter. All right. At okay. the at VN Saints. Okay. I had two people ask some questions. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, he said, now you might not, I, I know we talked about NBA. So, so we're going to look at, at the Bearcats with this question here. So, Vian Saints asks, I saw her play in the summer league up at Purcell Marion a few times back in the day. Is there a recent or current Bearcat that he sees a lot of similarity in? A recent Bearcat? Hmm. Hmm. Mm. That's a good question. That's a good, you know, that's a good question. I understand what he's saying, but the, the problem is now, I mean, the way the kids play now, you can't really play the way we play. You know, the way mm-hmm. I play, you can't really bump nobody like that no more. So, I mean, I can't really give you somebody, you know, it's probably somebody who might can do it, but I really can't give you one guy on that. That's a tough question, you know. Yeah. Because, like you say, the way we play and the way they play now is different. Totally, it's night and day. And, and that's a good point, and that's going to lead – that's a great lead to the second Twitter question that I have. The second tw- Twitter question I have is from at Kevin Lynch Shy, and he says, do you think you were born too early? It seems like his skills would be perfect for today's game. How do you think your game back then would translate today? And. He, that's funny he say that. It's been, I had about four teammates I played with in Europe who said that to me. They was like, you know, they were saying, Herb, your game right now would be perfect for the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the way they're playing now, like I said, you know, the way they're playing now, it would probably, probably fit more of my style of play now. You know, mm-hmm. I can defend, I can help, uh, I can guard. You know, probably guys bigger than me, and I'm always going to stick my nose in there. So it didn't yep. really matter to me. Yep. I'll probably – I will go with that. Okay, good, good, good deal. So um, last thing I want to say, um, we definitely want to make sure that we get you back to some Bearcat games as soon as they start playing games where fans can be around. Hopefully the pandemic – is over at some point, um, and when the season's getting going, whether it's this year or next year, you got to get Herb Jones back to some Bearcat games. Do you know Coach Brandon very well? Yeah, like I said, um, I'm it's going to sound real um, kind of crazy. I was going fishing with Corey, and they were saying they were looking for a coach. And I told Corey, I said, they're giving this, I said, they're going to get a job to Coach Brandon. Corey just kind of, you know, he kind of just looked at me like, really, I said, he's going to get a job to him. I said, 
I told him, I said, I, you know, I said, I, I said, I've been about five or six uh, in, in Northern Kentucky game. I watched the way he coached, you know. So, you know, he, he probably didn't even know I was in the crowd and I was watching the games. Mm. And, and like I said, you know, way, the way he coached, it was just, you know, it was kind of, it, it fitted our style. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And he's doing a great job. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. So you're, you're very prophetic, Herb. You, you, you predicted, you told your team that you guys were going to be in the Final Four. You told Corey, Coach Brandon was going to be the next coach. Got to start making some more predictions, man. Hey, predict that I'm going to be a billionaire one day. Will you do that for me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll sh- hey, I swear. I'll share some with you. I swear. <laughs> He's he, 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 he a problem. If you are a billionaire, you're going to have a billionaire problem. So <laughs> that could be good and that could be bad. <laughs> hey, hey, Biggie said it, more money, more problems. So yeah. I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, well, Herb, hey, I appreciate you coming on. I know you've always been a low-key guy, but but people are very excited to hear you and hear, and hear what you got to say. Yeah, I'm um, You still there? You, you there? Okay, yeah. Yep. I didn't hear you the last part. I, I said that um, I appreciate you coming on the show because you're a very low-key guy. Um, the Bearcat fans have really wanted to hear from you. I love your perspective on the Final Four, and you were such an important piece to that. So, Bearcat fans, I'm gonna speak for them and say, you know, you're one of the definitely one of the greatest ever wear the red black. And appreciate you coming on the show, Herb. I appreciate you bringing me on. You know, like I said, you know, you said I hope you know the, the pandemic. You know, hopefully, you know, we can, you know, the world or whatever, we come with a vaccine. Um, yeah, get you know we can get back to you know normal. Yep. I mean this, and, I mean nobody's seen this since we've been on the planet Earth. I know. So, um, Great so, you know, times. You know, so we can get back to plan, and we can see you know what the Bearcat team, what we're gonna look like. Yeah. So hopefully we yep. can hopefully we can play this year, and you know, you know go Bearcats. That's right, man. That's right. Well, I appreciate it, Herb, man, and we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely be in touch here very soon. I appreciate you coming on the podcast, all right? All right. Thank you. All right, Herb. Take care, bro. <laughs> yep. Okay. Bye. I want to thank everybody for listening to our special episode, our interview series of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. And once again, you can follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. Also on Facebook and LinkedIn, Alex Meacham. On Snapchat, at BigMeach41. And soon to be on TikTok. I appreciate everybody listening to the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. Go Bearcats.